It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This is the Carlin versus Joe podcast on ESPN Radio. Very challenging to get excited about today's show, considering the absolute chaos and dysfunction we have all demonstrated over the last 15 minutes in terms of trying to charge iPads, plug in devices, trying to bet the Boca Raton Bowl, which is tomorrow night, not tonight. That hurt. He's Ian Fitzsimmons. I'm Joe Fortenball. This show is already just we were locked in, locked in. Now, Ian Fitzsimmons is back with me today. Carlin versus Joe ESPN radio presented by Progressive Insurance. Lots of exciting things to talk about today. We were looking for redemption. You and I, Old Dominion, two nights ago, we're up 28. Nothing. It's the money's been spent. Oh, I mean, then we got to get that God. money back because we lost. So we thought today we'd have our chance at redemption. And then it turns out like idiots. We're trying to bet a game that's happening tomorrow. And we think it's happening tonight. So we're not exactly organized today. Uh, far from it, coach, uh, to say the least. And my wife had me in the yard already this morning because it's boat <laughs> trash pickup today. And I'm like, OK, so I mean, the other eight bags of leaves are already out there. She goes, have you looked at the backyard? Get your fat butt out there and start bagging leaves. I would rather you put cigarettes out of my eyeballs and bag leaves. <laughs> you hate it that and, much. I mean, despise it. Hang me from fish hooks by my earlobes instead of bagging leaves. Mark Schlereth and I have talked about this for years. And that dude, he's a landscaper. And I love doing yard work, except leaves. I will farm that out every time I possibly can, <laughs> except when your wife goes, it's bulk trash pickup today. Okay. Well, didn't you so, tell her you had a radio show yeah. with Joe today? Oh, yeah, because yeah, it's with you. She's like, the entire, the entire show is going to be on wagering. It's not like you have to do prep. Right? I mean, that, that stuff's already been done. Get your fat butt out there and start bagging leaves. That's how my morning started. And then we can't even get a bowl game right that's on our air. We thought it was tonight, and it's tomorrow after getting beaten by Old Dominion up 28-zip. I'm, You know what? I'm going to take full responsibility for that, out. No. Come on. What are you talking about? I, I quit on it. 28-zip. I'm like, ah, it's in the bag. We done. all quit on it. I mean. I told you I had already spent that money. <laughs> Evan Wilner, our producer, sends out a text to all of us. Uh, it's 35-all. I'm like, I do what? How'd that happen? I was with Help. someone when it became 35-all. It's 35-34. I go, just go for the two and end this thing already. Because whether they get it or not, I'm not covering the spread. So I was like, just go for the two. And he goes, no, no, no. If they kick, you can win it in overtime. Coach, we're not winning this in overtime. When you're- I have lived this no nightmare shot. so many times. There's not going to be a scenario where we go to overtime and suddenly turn it all around. So go for two. End the misery. All right. Big show today, starting with a big game Monday night. A lot of things people can get into today. This is a football show, first and foremost. And the Ravens and the Niners, 8.30 Eastern, ESPN, ABC, Christmas night on Monday is the game of the year. We've been able to say that about a lot of games to this point. I don't know if there will be a more important game to date or after this date prior to the playoffs than what we're going to see Monday night in San Francisco. Two best teams in the NFL, best teams in their respective conferences, top two teams in terms of odds to win the Super Bowl. We can start with all that. Who needs it more? What does it mean? Just right out of the gate. How excited are you for that matchup Christmas night? I, I, 
can't, I can't wait. And I've already, I've already you know, fired in on that bad boy. I mean, yeah. I took the Niners Ooh. minus the five. I so bought the like, hook down. So, yeah, I'm in. I all mean, right, take me through that. Take me through that. Why? They are just they – ha- they have this attitude about them we talked about on Monday. And it goes back to what I witnessed last year. And they're even they, – they've taken it to a whole nother level. They don't want to beat you. They want to embarrass you. They want to embarrass your mom. They want to embarrass your family, your brothers, your sisters. I mean, it is – they are the most physical football team in the entire league, NFC or AFC. And that's the one team I trust more than any other one is San Francisco. They can beat you on the ground. They can beat you in the air. Uh, their offensive line is outstanding. They've got playmakers on the outside. Their front seven is elite. Their back four are fantastic. And they play with this tenacious attitude of we are just that much better than you are. We are more physical than you are. And we're going to show you. We're going to impose our will upon you. Now, maybe the best team in the AFC that, that can do everything that I just described is Baltimore. But that's a big number, man, for uh, for these two teams locking horns for the first time. Uh, so I, I get the feeling Vegas is begging you to take Baltimore. That's why I took San Francisco. Yeah, I, I get that feeling as well. Job well done on that one. Uh, you and Amber do a tremendous night show. And you guys had Kyle Juszczyk, the Niner fullback, on not too long ago. He speaks exactly to what you're speaking about regarding the Niner toughness. Listen to this. It really starts with our defense. Um, we've, we've instilled such a physical culture in our locker room, and um, it is a standard. That is what we expect. Um, when we turn on the tape and we watch uh, 49ers football, if you're not physical, you stand out like a sore thumb. Uh, and so every Saturday or the night before the games um, and Kyle's team meeting before we go to bed, we always watch defensive clips. And it's always basically highlights of them being very physical, them swarming to the ball. And as an offensive player, like, you take that as motivation and you want to do the same thing. We always say, like, we want that to be contagious. We want it to be infectious. That's Niners fullback Kyle Juszczyk. Dr. Pepper, call in line, 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. I mean, it kind of gets the the hair to stand up on your arms. Because when he speaks like that, and you know they're playing a Ravens team that feels the exact same way. Come on. There are, there are only two teams that swarm to the football in a manner that will catch your eye every time. It's the Niners, and then it's Roquan Smith and Patrick Queen, the linebackers from Baltimore. Not to say they're the only ones that do it, but like they lead the charge. Yep. Like This is going to be a physical affair. This is not one of those games where everyone goes, okay, Merry Christmas, we're going to go play, and then we'll see you later for dinner. People are going to hurt after this game. You know what? George Pickens could not play for San Francisco. (laughs) No, sir. Because he would stay. You talk about standing out. I get chills every time I hear that use check clip, man. Because, one, can you imagine being in that meeting room and watching all those highlights? Just those boy dog warriors just destroying other humans. I wouldn't be able to go to sleep after that. No. And, again, they impose their will upon their opponent. Baltimore likes to do the same thing. That's why this one, I mean, thank you, thank you, NFL schedule makers. A Christmas gift come early, 815 Eastern on Christmas night. You give us this matchup, gracias. Pace yourself with the eggnog, everybody. I know some people, maybe it's just my routine, but when you wake up with the mimosas and you're having a good time and then you transition to the eggnog and then the Pinot Noir to pair up with the ham or whatever you're having, you got to pace yourself. It's a huge day. We also got the double header on ESPN Radio, Bucks at Knicks, coverage starting at 1130 a.m. Eastern, immediately followed by Warriors at Nuggets. Warriors, the rumors of their demise, greatly exaggerated. Great game from Steph Curry in the fourth quarter in OT last night to come back and beat the Celtics. Back to this matchup Monday night, ESPN, ABC, 8.30 Eastern between the Ravens and the Niners. 
these are two teams that are looking for some legacy defining seasons. I mean, Kyle Shanahan and the Niners, if not now, when they've come up short so many times, Shanahan specifically, if you include that Super Bowl with the Falcons and the Patriots, where he was the offensive coordinator. I mean, it feels like the sage is set this year in terms of what's in front of them. For the Ravens in the AFC, if not now, when? Lamar Jackson in his career, 1-3 and three in the playoffs. It's always been a knock about the Baltimore quarterback. Well, this year, Mahomes and the Chiefs are down. We don't know if the Bills are getting in. The Dolphins can't win a big game. Burrow's hurt. Steelers are down. No one from the AFC South looks all that daunting. Two teams that someone gets the chance to rise up and eliminate some of these conversations we've had about them negatively in the past. I mean, come Tuesday morning, what does the world look like if the Niners win this game? It doesn't look any different to me. I mean, because they're the one team I trust right now of, of any team in the NFL. The bigger question is if Baltimore, what does the world look like if Baltimore wins this game? There you go. Because now all of a sudden you're going, oh, baby, they went out to San Francisco and went toe to toe. And we're as physical as the most physical team in the league is. If they win, they are now your clear-cut favorite to come out of the AFC. Niners win, nothing changes for me. All right, so if the Niners win this game, it's not like you're going to sit here and say, here we go, nope. uh, uh, cracks in the facade, got to worry about Dallas now, got to worry about Philly. You're still good with San Francisco, but with the Ravens winning that game, are we looking at the AFC similar to how we've been looking at the NFC where there's that one clear-cut team and the rest are just all hoping for something shocking? If Baltimore wins, they are now the hottest team in the, in, in the NFL. Yeah. You know, I mean, if they if they were to go and beat that squad that we just described, that use check just described, yeah, they they are right now that 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 changes everything in one game. Again, this is a dash for cash, as Bill Polian famously called it. Right, this is where you're not just positioning for the postseason, but you're positioning for a deep run if your teams that are as talented as Baltimore and San Francisco. And think about this also. The Bills are sitting there at the nine spot right now and can still win their division. We're all talking about that's one team you don't want to play. Well, if Baltimore goes out there and beats San Francisco, you damn sure don't want to face the Ravens. Well, Baltimore a few years ago uh, had that game at the Ralph. Jackson and the offense couldn't get anything going. Ravens ended up winning that matchup in the snow, I believe. Low-scoring game. Play the under. Play the under every time Buffalo and Baltimore get together. Just kidding. We'll break that down more later. Be a part of Carlin versus Joe Nation on the Dr. Pepper call-in line. Call us at 888-ESPN. That's 888-729-3776. ESPN Nation presented by Dr. Pepper. It's not college football season without the delicious taste of a nice cold Dr. Pepper the ones fan deserve. Ian said it. Conversation in the AFC about the most dangerous team centers around the Buffalo Bills. We were kicking this around this morning about who that would be in the NFC, posing a big threat to the San Francisco 49ers. We both came on the same team, figured out the same team at the same time. It's going to surprise you. It's going to surprise you, but it actually makes a ton of sense. That's coming up next. He's Ian Fitzsimmons. I'm Joe Fortenball, Carlin versus Joe on ESPN Radio. This is the Carlin versus Joe podcast on ESPN Radio. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle 
and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more More than than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. His name is Ian Fitzsimmons. I'm Joe Fortenball. This is Carlin versus Joe on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. We had some big breaking news yesterday regarding Jets quarterback Aaron Rodgers. We got a little bit more today. Breaking, breaking news? That's not the big breaking news sounder, so <laughs> don't get too excited. But the New York Jets, b- believe it or not, are activating Aaron Rodgers from injured reserve, but the quarterback will not play again in the 2023 season. Coach Robert Sala told reporters Wednesday, Rodgers has been activated to the Jets' 53-man roster just so he can continue practicing this season. Ian Fitzsimmons, react. Congratulations. (laughs) His why are you taking? Why are you taking a an active spot on the fifty three for a guy you know is not going to play? Does that make any sense to you? No, it really just is. I mean, it says so he can continue practicing. That is that worth it? Is that worth it? Is that worth? Those spots are so coveted. We've had so many fights over the last few years about being able to activate like a third quarterback and how important those spots are here and there and whether or not they should expand rosters because of injuries. And now a guy who definitely is not going to play the rest of the season is getting one. It's a very Jets thing to do. <laughs> right. Unless, we don't need the spot. No, we're good. Unless Alan Lazard or Randall Cobb are that 53 man who's getting cut because of <laughs> Rodgers. Like, they've done nothing this year either. They've, they've done as much as Rodgers, and they've played more than four plays. Like, make sure that one of them is cut just so he could be activated. I mean, as a Jets fan, you don't seem too thrilled with those two this year. Well, uh, Randall, how many uh, catches does Randall Cobb have? I know he had a touchdown a couple of weeks ago, but I think it's like, what, three grabs on the season? <laughs> none of I'm the, not joking. None no, of the I know. Green, none of the Green Bay Jets have done anything. Tim Boyle was awful. Nathaniel Hackett's been terrible. Alan Lazard like couldn't catch a ball if it was a cold and he was standing out in sub-degree weather. Like right. He's just been terrible. All right, All right. this is not going to turn into another Rodgers-Jets conversation. The update for the people, as bizarre as this sounds, is that he has been activated, Aaron Rodgers, to the 53-man roster, 
but he will most certainly not be playing. <laughs> Makes no sense. And so concludes your New York Jets conversation. <laughs> they should fire Sala and make Rodgers the interim. Yeah. Good Day Lord. of our Lord, December 20th, 2023. Never ends coming out of there. Hard to believe that they're not just stacking Super Bowls year in and year out with some of the decision making, but so be it. Now back to the Super Bowl conversation we were having earlier. Niners, Ravens, 8.30 p.m. Eastern, Monday, ABC, ESPN. Monster showdown on Christmas. Plenty to discuss throughout the course of the show and the rest of the week on that. But we've been having conversations in the AFC about the Buffalo Bills. The run they're on, the chance they have of winning the AFC East, getting in, potentially becoming the most dangerous team to, you know, the teams at the top of the hierarchy. Ian and I were talking this morning about if a team like that existed in the NFC, the team most likely to strike fear into the hearts of the San Francisco 49ers, who would that be? And it's funny because somehow we stumbled across the same team. Can't believe that. Tell me why you went with who you went with. The L.A. Rams. They're red hot, man. They've won four of their last five, and their only loss is on the road to Baltimore in overtime on a punt return that got housed in overtime, and it was a blatant missed block in the back on said return, or else the Rams might be coming away with a five-game win streak. They've beaten good teams in, in winning four of their last five. They've beaten the Browns. They've beaten Seattle, who just took care of Philadelphia. Their last L, besides that Ravens game, you got to go back to the first weekend in November when they were at Green Bay. Since then, they've been a different football team. Getting Williams back, fifth-round draft pick, second-year player out of Notre Dame, I mean, he's toting it. What do you go for, a buck 52 on Sunday? Yeah, and he didn't even have a great game. He fumbled twice, yeah. and he still put up monster numbers. That, that offense is truly transformed since he's been back in the lineup and healthy. That offensive line is protecting Matthew Stafford. He's got two legit weapons, and Puka Nakua out of BYU and Cooper Cup on the outside, and the defense is playing better ball. The right the, – the Rams are the quietest threat that I can remember uh, five days before the fat man comes down the chimney that nobody's talking about. They're a damn good football team. Could not agree with you more. Could not agree with you more. So many people have been trying to search up and down, you know, who's it going to be that's going to threaten the Niners? Well, the Eagles have shown that they've got issues. Cowboys certainly have issues on the road. I don't know how many people want to buy into Detroit after watching them get waxed in places like Baltimore and some of the other games they played this season. And then there's this Rams team. This Rams team that is very well coached under Sean McVay. Box number one is checked. Excellent quarterback play out of Matthew Stafford. Matthew Stafford might be having one of the most underrated quarterback seasons in NFL history. If you watch a, if you watch a Rams game and you have money on the Rams and you need Stafford to make plays, he makes plays. Like, that's the thing with him. It's like third and six. We really need to extend this drive. There's Stafford throwing a beautiful ball to get his wide receiver open. Eight-yard completion. Clock keeps winding down. Like, Stafford has been great this year. So you check the box of quarterback play. You check the box of head coaching play. They're playing very well this season. People say, well, seven and seven. Well, one score loss to the Niners. Three-point loss at Cincinnati when Burrow was healthy. You got a loss to Philadelphia that's by nine. That game was way tighter. Philadelphia added a score late to make that look better. They lose to Pittsburgh by seven. They get blown out by the Cowboys. Cowboys were off the bye in that game. Rams had an awful week of practice leading into that matchup, and Stafford got hurt. Like, all the way around, they have some good wins. They have some very close competitive losses, and McVay knows Shanahan well. Beat him in the NFC Championship game. Shanahan has a lot of success over McVay. But those are tightly contested matchups. And if you see that team in the playoffs, I got to imagine of all the teams the Niners could face, the Rams aren't one that they'd really want to come across. 
Not, it, it, well, I don't know about that because I, I don't think San Fran gives a damn. But like, who are we playing? Like, come on in here. Get you think they him? look at everybody in the NFC oh, yeah. and they say it doesn't matter? We're going to lay wood to all of them. Man, and again, maybe I'm skewed because I saw him twice in person last okay. year and here overhearing those conversations behind that bench. They don't. They don't care, man. San Fran is just different. They're like, hey, who's next? Who we got? Baltimore. Come on in here. Come take your beating like a man and get back on the plane and go home. <laughs> I mean, here's your Christmas present. Bam! All right, now see you. Take care. So long. That's that's the Niners. But here's the thing, man. I really hope that there's something still for the Niners to play for on the final week of the season because the Rams have New Orleans at home tomorrow. Then they're at New York, and then they're at San Francisco to close it out. And that's that's a true test. If the Niners still have something to play for and they're not sitting a bunch of guys like Brock Purdy, like CMC, like Fred Warner, like Greenlaw – then I, I I really want to see this Rams team that's playing really sound fundamental football. Like Ernest Jones in the top ten in tackles. What's he got? Like a buck thirty? They've done uh, such a great job dude, with a lot of their young he's defenders. Ball man. So it's not just the offense; it's a defensive side also. I, I really just from a a selfish standpoint, I really hope the Niners are still fighting for that one seed which I don't think they will be. I think they're going to be sitting a bunch of guys. But it would be awesome to watch this Rams bunch go mano a mano with San Fran at San Fran. That's a big three-week rest then with the bye included as well. You got a lot of rest then heading into the playoffs. Some gambling notes. That's what the screen says. Gambling notes on the Rams. Well, I'm not sure this show wants to indulge in something like that, but I'll read what's – Burgundy will read the prompter. Gambling notes on the Rams. Sean McVay, 22-1 to to win coach of the year. Not going to happen, no. but he has done a tremendous job with this team this season. If they beat the the Saints tomorrow night at home, and then they win the Giants game, and even if they lose the Niners, they go 9-8. and eight. Like That's a tremendous job for a team that had a win total of 6.5 in Vegas. Uh, the Rams, 50-1 to one to win the NFC, 100-1 to one to win the Super Bowl. Let's look at it like this. The Rams could be dangerous if they get in. The Eagles obviously have problems. Quarterbacks talking about commitment issues. Uh, the Cowboys can't win on the road and have shown that they have issues in the playoffs. Is it possible it's Niners and insert surprise team here in the NFC Championship game? Good. Yeah. I mean, I, I, look, I would not be surprised if it's Niners and Rams. Would you? I'm, I'm, I, the more I go through it, no. If I watch Philadelphia go down in the divisional round, it's not going to shock me given what we've seen and heard the last few weeks. If the Cowboys find themselves in the wild card spot and have to go on the road to, say, Detroit or something like that, it's not going to surprise me to see them lose. Like, if we end up – that's where the biggest surprise, I think, could be. It could be Niners versus insert surprise team here. And then in the AFC, it could be Ravens versus insert surprise team here which I don't necessarily think that happens because you got Stroud dealing with the concussion and all the other stuff right now. A couple guys getting suspended from the Colts. How about the Colts issuing team suspensions to two guys for the rest of the regular season? That rarely happens. No, especially for a team, again, in the playoff hunt. I mean, they're they're right there in the mix as well. That that one, that was kind of an eye-opener. But you go back to this Rams bunch, and and, uh, Matthew Stafford, we were wondering, all right, after the Super Bowl, and then the the agony of what they had to go through last year, was Stafford going to make another run? Well, here he is, and he's playing very, very good football yet again. Remember in the offseason, after that horrendous year they had last year, coming off where they sold their souls for Lombardi, and it was worth it. Definitely worth it. We were wondering, is Sean McVay going to step aside and, and reset and recharge the batteries? Well, here he is maybe having – and it's in the middle of coaching maybe his, his best effort yet, even including that Super Bowl win, run that they had. Because this team wasn't supposed to do anything. And here they are, winners of four of their last five, and the one L 
on the road to a very good Baltimore team, an exceptional Baltimore team, in OT when a block in the back was missed on the punt return they got housed to win it. I made a big case at the beginning of the season that they would start slow and then they should tank for Caleb Williams. That that not one of my finer radio moments right there. Carlin versus Joe presented by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. We saw something truly special on the hardwood last night. We're going to tell you about that next. Easy and Fitzsimmons. I'm Joe Fortenball. Carlin versus Joe on ESPN Radio. This is the Carlin versus Joe podcast on ESPN Radio. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S A V E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Robert Half Research indicates nine out of ten hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Morant in the lane, spins, hangs, floats, it's good! Zero's on the clock, Morant wins the game in his return! Had a lot of time, you know, learn myself, a lot of hard days, you know, where I went through it, but, you know, basketball is, you know, my life, what I love, therapeutic for me, and I'm just, you know, excited to be back. He relishes these moments, obviously, he was beyond excited to get out there and be with his teammates and play basketball, the game that he loves, but just super impressive, this guy lives for these moments he's done in his career before. Ja Morant returns from a 25-game suspension and drops 34 points as well as the game winner as his Memphis Grizzlies beat the New Orleans Pelicans 115-113 in a tremendous night of professional basketball. Alongside Ian Fitzsimmons, I'm Joe Fortenball. This is Carlin versus Joe on ESPN Radio. Uh, for more on last night's game, Antonio Daniels, Sirius XM NBA radio and Pelicans TV analyst, joins us here on the show. AD, we appreciate the time as always. Like, just take us through it. There were a lot of questions about Morant's return. Would there be a little ring rust, things of that nature? I mean, he had a big night. What was it like to see in person? Well, I, I said on our Sirius XM show yesterday, when a guy has a lengthy absence, it's one of two things. He's going to be really good or really bad. And he was really good. <laughs> That's generally, there, there's generally no gray area. It's not usually a guy comes back and like, oh, okay, you know, he was pretty good or he was decent. Even when a guy has a lengthy absence and he returns, he's either really good or really bad. And John Morant yesterday was really good. It almost looks like he had been playing with the Memphis Grizzlies for the last since the season started, he hasn't played a game in eight months, and there was no rust yesterday. So now the thing to watch is what does he look like tomorrow against the Indiana Pacers, right? What does he look like two games after that? 
because it's generally one way or another until a guy finds his footing. But I tell you what, you can't take nothing away for that young man. He was every bit of incredible yesterday versus the New Orleans Pelicans. Yeah, I mean, 27 in the second half. Mercy, man. I mean, he was absolutely uh, electric. And if you can, you know, for people who never played at that level, which is 99.999% of, of, <laughs> of us out there, explain how hard that is to miss 25 games and come back and do what he did last night. Well, I- I'm going to be completely honest with you, fellas. I don't know because I've never done that. <laughs> I've never done that. And, and the thing is, I don't mind saying I don't know. You know, just because that I've, I've um, played at that level doesn't mean that I can relate to everything at that level. That's something I can't relate to. I've never been suspended um, for throughout the course of my career. I don't know what it's like to miss 25 games and then come back and play. Now, I've missed time due to injury, but that's different because time due to injury is you can't really do a whole lot. You know, so when I sprained my meniscus, when I sprained my knee and I missed time, during that time, I couldn't still practice with the team physically. What this gave John Morant the opportunity to do and what we see Draymond Green doing right now is an opportunity to still practice with the team and kind of keep your conditioning up. But the thing is, you cannot simulate an NBA game. I don't care what you're doing in practice. The adrenaline that comes along with it, all that comes along with the NBA game, especially on the road, you take your hat off to that young man. You really do. Antonio Daniels joining us here, Carlin versus Joe, ESPN Radio. So Memphis now finds itself 7-19. and 6-19 and 19 without Morant, now 1-0 with Morant. Have they dug too deep a hole to turn this thing around by the end of the season, or is there still enough time left? I mean, here's the thing. Um, mathematically eliminated is one thing, right? Think about it. The Detroit Pistons have lost 24 games straight, and they're not mathematically eliminated. But we all know, right? The Memphis Grizzlies are not mathematically eliminated, but it's going to be very, very difficult for them to even get into the playing game. But I feel like this was the whole purpose of the 25-game suspension. This was the whole purpose of it, because it wasn't simply about John Morant. It was about derailing the Memphis Grizzlies season. So even in the Draymond Green case, the thing that I've always said on our SiriusXM show, when a guy can say, you know what, I am going to be who I am, it has to be something that doesn't just impact him and his pocketbook, but it has to impact his team. And what this did is it impacted John Morant, because now he can no longer make the All-Star game. Right? He can't, he's not eligible for postseason awards, all these other kind of things. But 25 games and struggling in those 25 games, because it's not just about not having John Morant, right? They don't have Dylan Brooks. They don't have Steven Adams. They don't have Brandon Clark, right? They don't have Tyus Jones. When you're missing all of this and 25 games to return, that's a lot of ground to make up, especially in the Western Conference, which, as we all know, is extremely deep. AD, you mentioned Draymond Green there. Uh, the Warriors have now won three straight. Steph Curry has 33 in an overtime win against a really, really good Boston Celtics team. What do you make of what you're seeing right now in this three-game win streak for the Warriors without Draymond? It's the team right now that's still trying to find themselves. Um, and and it's, it's, it's different. You know, Kaminga's in and out the lineup. Pajinski starting now. Chris Paul 
is there. Like, this is a team that hasn't looked like the Golden State Warriors, <laughs> excuse me, that we've been accustomed to seeing over this dynasty run. I, I said before the year started, I felt like their championship windows closed. And the reason I felt that way is because for Golden State to be competitive on a long-term basis, Steph Curry has to be incredible. And the thing is, Father Time is undefeated. He is undefeated. Klay Thompson has struggled to start this season. Andrew Wiggins has struggled to start this season to the tune that they're now bringing him off the bench. So I, I, you can respect what they're doing, but without Draymond Green, that toughness, that grit, that basketball IQ, and the ability to put the pieces of the puzzle together from a point-forward perspective, it's going to be very, very difficult for, again, for the Golden State Warriors. That means somebody who's in the top ten right now, as far as the play-in tournament is concerned, has to drop out. And that's difficult to see. Last question for Antonio Daniels, Sirius XM NBA radio analyst and Pelicans TV analyst. How concerned should we be about the Suns? It feels like this is a recurring thing with Kevin Durant team since he left Golden State. He's surrounded by a bunch of star players, but they can never get on the court at the same time. Bradley Beal missed a lot of time due to his back. Now he's going to miss a lot of time due to his ankle. They're not even going to reevaluate him, I, I believe, until January. How problematic can this be for a team not having those reps on the court together? You know what's problematic for me about the Suns is the same thing that was problematic for me prior to the season. If you go back and you look at Bradley Beal's last four years, he's averaging 51 and a half games over the last four years. So this isn't a new thing. Bradley Beal has not been available over the last four seasons. The thing about dream teams or super teams, if you want to call them that, is they haven't worked. When we see that, that teams are going out to acquire all of this star power and all of this firepower, what was the last time that we can actually look and say that worked to the tune of an NBA championship? Maybe LeBron and, and – well, Kevin Durant, that's different. When you add Kevin Durant to the Golden State Warriors, we all know that worked, right? But prior to that, it was LeBron and Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosh. Think about how many teams have been assembled as far as super teams are concerned since then that have not panned out. And for me, this is the same case. It's the same exact case. You cannot expedite chemistry. You can't just put stars together and expect it all to work out. And I don't foresee this being any different with Kevin Durant, Bradley Beal, and Devin Booker. Are they going to be competitive? No question. Because they have a lot of star power and they have a lot of firepower. To the tune in the Western Conference of it leading to a Western Conference Finals appearance or NBA championship, I just can't see it. Always good stuff with Antonio Daniels, Sirius XM and NBA radio analyst, Pelicans TV analyst. AD, we appreciate the time. More importantly, happy holidays to you and your family. Thanks for coming on. Thanks. You guys, too. God bless you guys. It's the thing with Durant. It's like every team. You, you leave the situation in Golden State. It's almost too good to be true. And then you see what's happened hey, since, right? And remember, to his point about, you know, dream teams and marquee players, you know, want, wanting to, to join up and play together. Remember that LeBron team in Miami with Bosh and, and D Wade? They didn't win that first year. Dirk and the Miracle Mavericks were the better team and took down the other uh, Larry O. Not LeBron, Chris Bosh in Miami in, in Miami in year one. Absolutely correct. Wait until you hear 
what an NFL player actually said when questioned about his effort. You might have an idea which franchise this is coming from. That is after I have this from our friends at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Did you know that one in four car batteries is weak and needs to be replaced? O'Reilly Auto Parts will test your battery free of charge. If your battery needs to be replaced, their professional parts people can help you find your best super start battery for your vehicle and your budget. Make sure your vehicle is ready for the weather ahead by getting your battery tested for free at O'Reilly Auto Parts. This is the Carlin versus Joe podcast on ESPN Radio. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. In the pocket, here comes the pressure. Stands in there, throws Got up field, caught. Got There's it. a five. It's a touchdown for the Colts. This time they get in, and it's DJ Montgomery. A 60-minute battle with the Pittsburgh Steelers, but it goes to the Colts. It's not unheard of, but it's most certainly rare to watch a team come completely unglued at the seams while in the middle of a playoff chase late in the season. He's Ian Fitzsimmons. I'm Joe Fortenball, Carlin versus Joe on ESPN Radio. George Pickens, Steelers wide receiver. Steelers disgruntled wide receiver might be a better way to put it because that's a thing in that locker room right now. Caught on tape in this game against the Colts, not giving a great effort down near the goal line on a block. So he was asked about it yesterday. Here's the quote. I was trying to prevent a Tank Dell situation. Pickens said this via the Pittsburgh Tribune Review. Dell, the rookie phenom of the Houston Texans, suffered a fractured fibula earlier this month after getting folded awkwardly while blocking on a run play at the goal line. Pickens goes on to say, when you stay in and block somebody, you can get run on very easily. Everybody is mad when you lose. A lot of media guys want to say it's my frustrations, but it's losing. I'm pretty sure everyone is mad, not just me. Ian, the floor is yours. How do you want to react to... uh... Shut the hell up, George. (laughs) This dude... Look, man, I was watching Get Up this morning, and I thought Marcus Spears was just going to internally implode when they were talking about this. And here's a a kicker with George Pickens. One, that play's bad enough. And if you missed it, folks, Jalen Warren breaks outside. He's coming up on the three-yard line, and all George Pickens has to do is... Put a hat on, on, on uh, and I can't remember who the DB was for the Colts. Just put a hat on him. Make any kind of effort. Breathe on the dude, and Jalen Warren might score. He just completely olays it. Zero effort. None. Nada. Zilch. And Warren gets stopped on the one-yard line. This is on the heels of George Pickens against Cincinnati. Division rival. 
where on a run play again, he doesn't even make contact with the corner. He just looks right at him. Running back comes over. I think it was uh, I think it was uh, Mixon comes right off of Pickens' butt, gets lit up, fumbles. The ball is at Pickens' feet. He looks straight down at it, doesn't pick it up. Oh. Cincinnati recovers and goes about 15 yards the other way, and Pickens then doesn't try to tackle the Cincinnati DB who recovered the fumble. So it's not just this one incident. It is multiple, multiple times that you have seen, forget lack of effort, zero effort, not caring about the guys next to him. And if I, I'm amazed that this dude is even active for Mike Tomlin. After the Cincinnati yeah, game what do you think alone, should, what do you think they should do about I, this? I, street clothes, Sit man. Because he's not helping. He's hurting while he's out there. Give me somebody who's going to have some effort. I mean, it, it is, it's remarkable. And then he tries to blame the media. Right, it's us. Pickens, <laughs> shut the hell up. Because guess what? Film don't lie. He even leapt over EJ Speed, the linebacker, that, that ended up tackling Warren. He got out of the way of the dude. Forget trying to block him. He actually moved out of the way. And, and for, he ends up stopping Warren on the one-yard line. And how's, how's Heinz Ward think, feel about this right now? I think that's a great line right there. That's a great line because I was just about to say, gone are the days of Heinz Ward playing wide receiver for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Like, there was a certain standard that the Steelers used to bring to the table. That standard is gone with some of these wide receivers. And by the way, if you're thinking, yeah, I've already heard this story, you, you haven't. You heard about Deontay Johnson, another Steelers wide receiver, who earlier in the season a fumble was occurring. I believe that game was against Cincinnati as well the ball's right there and he just turns around and walks the other way could not have cared less about making any sort of contribution to the cause so you've got not one but two problems in that locker room at the wide receiver position two and I mean this is very uncharacteristic of a Mike Tomlin team but here we go they're losing they're struggling there's dysfunction what do you want to do you got a young quarterback clearly the wide receivers are not happy with their roles on the team and they're lashing out at this it's not going to get any better the Steelers look primed to be a team that's going to fade into the night at the end of the season miss the playoffs for the first time in a very long time or I should say have a losing record for the first time in a very long time first time on Mike Tomlin's watch and then figure out what they're going to do this offseason but you got to figure there's a big revamping of this offense coming is there not yeah, and you know what I, I stand corrected it was Johnson I against Cincinnati, not Pickens. Pickens was the most recent. So, yeah, to your point. Yeah, you just got a bunch of these issues. I mean, it is – it leaves me speechless because Mike Tomlin's teams are always – and they have always been known for not just mental toughness but being physical. And when you have a complete failure to compete, man, I mean, that, that's what – forget – failure to compete. That's what has happened with Johnson in the Cincinnati game and now Pickens who didn't want to – risk a tank Dell site type situation didn't didn't want to risk getting hurt Heinz Ward made a career out of blocking for his teammates downfield like one of the all-time up. best all one of the all-time best blockers at the wide receiver position I mean and and really wanted to knock the ever-loving snot out of you and now you've got this I mean it, I, I again I'd make him inactive now here's the problem he does have over 800 yards receiving. He's one of your leading wide receivers on a team that can't throw the ball. And But now you have, again, a, a complete failure to compete for the guy next to him. And how would you handle that if you're in the room? If you're, if you're looking at Johnson against Cincinnati and now Pickens on Sunday against the Colts, man, if, you, if I'm a T.J. Watt, exactly. I'm going to the other side of that locker room, to the offensive side going, All right, hey, are you kidding me? 
Because I'm out there busting my butt every single play. He plays for hurt everybody consistently. Yeah. Yes. He's always hurt, and he's always powering through it. It's it's remarkable. It really is, and it leaves me speechless. I'm watching the play right now against the Colts, and Pickens just put a hat on one of those guys, any one of them, and that's a touchdown. And instead, I mean, he jumps over speed to get, and it has zero. When I say zero effort, he's going away from contact instead of going to contact. And that is, man, when you turn that tape on, that's got to be embarrassing. I mean, I would hope it's embarrassing. Minka Fitzpatrick, the Steelers safety, talked about it a few weeks ago where there's just some guys that don't understand what it's like to wear the black and gold. Like there's a certain custom that you're supposed to have, certain tradition. That team is supposed to be built a certain way. You know they're not going to win Super Bowls every year, and you know there's going to be years they miss the playoffs, but they're going to be built a certain way, and they're going to carry themselves a certain way. This is the first time in a long time we've seen something like this. Amen. Steelers players. Like, you're used to this from some other franchises. Guys are disgruntled. Guys are talking about how they're not going to play hard or they're not going to block or they're not going to risk this. We see it. It's not a new story. But to see it in Pittsburgh, you got to figure wholesale changes coming. Not advocating for the firing of the head coach or anything like that, but this roster's got to get revamped. Hey, you got to get some leadership in there. You got to get some toughness in there. If you're Najee Harris or Jalen Warren and Pickens has a, a slip screen and you have a chance to spring him, I mean, I, look, I, I'm going to be the ultimate teammate and I'm going to do my job, but it's going to be part of me going, you know, what the hell with you, dude? Yes. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to hang you out to dry. No one's going to be looking to back him up after that. And then to be dumb enough to say it publicly. Like, it's one thing to think it and then do it. And then maybe you have a reason like, oh, I didn't see it happening behind me. Mental lapse. I got to be better. People move on. But to come out and blatantly say, I'm, you know, I'm not trying to get rolled up on. Okay. <laughs> like that's everyone knows what that means. And it, it, it means you're not going to be laying it on the line for your brothers every Sunday when you're going out there trying to beat people. Huge game on Christmas night between the Ravens and the Niners. It's Monday Night Football. Christmas Eve has its own marquee matchup as well. Carlin versus Joe, ESPN Radio. This is the Carlin versus Joe podcast on ESPN Radio. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. 